Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insights, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo. Welcome back, Silver and Black. Today, Tuesday edition, the final home stretch here on the show, the first show of 2024. I want to thank all of you for a great 2023. Happy New Year to everybody. Our listeners have been fantastic. We appreciate so much the support and what you've done to make this podcast in the Odyssey Network top three. That's right, top three, top five of all of sports for Odyssey Sports. And that is a testament to the strength of Raider Nation. Despite the Raiders having a strange, strange year yet again, you guys are all there. You're all in, and we certainly appreciate it. Scott Branson, along with Mo Moten. Mo's a senior NFL writer at Bleacher Report, also Raiders columnist at sportsnot.com. Follow him on x.com at Mo Moten, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully. All right, Mo, uh, let's bring the show home here. What can we learn over this final week? I mean, you, you ask that question, I think you look at the roster, you look at the defense, and you say overall, look, we know they need, we talked about it last show, we know they need upgrades on the interior of the defense, still need that stud defensive tackle, you still need a linebacker, you still need some some back-end help is why I would love for them to go out, and I know he'll be a high-priced guy, and I would love for them to draft a cornerback which I think they will do, but I would also love a guy like Jalen Johnson back there to go opposite of Jack Jones and, and, and all the young studs like Nate Hobbs and those guys back there. We know they need that, and, uh, So, but the defense overall, I don't really have a ton of question marks saying like, boy, one game left, we really got to see something out of someone. On the offense, um, you know, I, I think we have answers there too. I don't think there's anybody – fighting for a job per se that needs to show out in this last game to show that they want to be a Raider. We know what they need. They need a quarterback. When you look at this game against Denver, to me, it's about playing for each other, wanting to just finish on a positive high note, and also for Antonio Pierce. Is there any other 
Is there anything I'm missing, my friend? Not that you're missing, but this is what I'm will be looking at. One, I think it's an important game for Zamir White. Now, Zamir White was decent against the Colts. Mm -hmm. Wasn't as good as he was against the Chargers and the Chiefs. But I think this is important for Zamir White to end on a high note because he's trying to prove that if Josh Jacobs is not there, that he could be the lead guy. So I think the spotlight is going to be on him against a bad Denver Broncos run defense. What I also what I'm looking at on offense is outside of the obvious. Aiden O'Connor obviously wants to end on a strong note after he had a, an inconsistent game against the Colts. But the offensive line, what's going to happen at center? Are the Raiders going to get rid of Andre James and move Dylan Parham permanently, permanently to, to the center position? I guess it depends on who they hire as a head coach and that coaches staff. But I think it's a move that people should pay attention to. I actually thought the Raiders would move on from Andre James last year. They didn't, but we saw Dylan Parham play well in the pinch of center, and he's less costly than Andre James. So it's not like Andre James is terrible. It's just that Dylan Parham is a less expensive option there, and you could save some money uh, on your offensive line. The other thing I'm looking at, um, what happens with Thayer Mumford? Now, he got banged up against the Colts. I think that the Raiders will draft the right tackle. But does Thayer Mumford play himself into a position where he maybe opened some eyes to say, I could start there. That right tackle is not a big, big need. It's not a glaring need. To me, in my opinion, it is a need. But how comfortable will the new coach staff feel with Thayer Mumford and possibly Jermaine Illuminar there? On the defensive side of the ball, I'm looking at Tyree Wilson. Now, Malcolm Coons has had a breakout season, in my opinion. But you want to see Tyree Wilson continue to progress. Now, one game is not going to change your opinion of his rookie season, but you want to see him finish out in a strong note. The last thing I'm looking at, Amik Robertson. He's very vocal on social media after the loss to the to the Colts. I mean, Tashawn Reed pointed out that it was Meek that got beat on that cover zero look when Alec Pierce scored that touchdown for 58 yards. Amik Robertson had some words for people who are criticizing him. He's going to be a free agent in 2024. So even if the Raiders don't resign him, I think it's important for him to finish strong because he's going to want to get some offers on the free agent market and possibly get the bag. Now he's not going to get a big bag because right. you know, he's had an up and down career so far with the Raiders, but I think it's going to be important for him not to go out like he did against the Colts, giving up that touchdown. Yeah. And, and I know we talked about it earlier and, and Vic Tafer over at the athletic wrote a piece basically saying, Hey, the Colts loss doesn't really impact Antonio Pierce's candidacy for the head coaching job because of how it went down. Uh, but when you look at this game against Denver, I talked about it like you 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 win the game. I mean, listen, we've said it all along. There's no such thing as tanking in the NFL. You do what you do to win football games. But the Raiders beat the Broncos. The Broncos could could possibly, depending on what happens with some of the other games, could possibly leapfrog them in the draft. They also need a quarterback. Second is you look at Antonio Pierce and the last thing he wants to do Again, whether or not you look at the Colts' loss and say that hurt him or not, to lose two in a row and to go out, it's never a good thing for anyone to go out, especially depending on how they perform. Now, the Broncos, we've seen how they've played, but I, I, you know, I just think that Antonio Pierce has got to be focused on getting what he can and focused on the, the win. The win helps him. I don't think it would bump him out of contention. That's not what I'm saying. But certainly, as the rumors start to continue to swirl around Jim Harbaugh, and we haven't heard a lot of other names associated with the Raiders yet, but as the season starts to finish up and as the college season ends, 
for all but four teams uh, coming up, then then you suddenly are going to start to hear names dropping. And so if I'm Antonio Pierce, I think I probably want to win this game on the way. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, I know a lot of fans are going to say, oh, you got to take for the higher pick. You don't want the Denver Broncos to leapfrog you in the draft order. It's a catch-22 because, as you said, Antonio Pierce, he could still finish with a winning record as the Raiders' interim. And I think he, I think that's something that you'd want on your resume to finish the season. Say, hey, I took over three and five team, and now we finished eight and nine, which is under five hundred. But on my watch, we were a winning football team at five and four. So I think that's important for him. Obviously, as you said, you don't want to go out losing the last two games because it just doesn't look good, and it makes it less likely that you get the job. Yeah, and and listen, I think too. You always want to, you, you know, that last day, you always want to do well. So I think that the Raiders can do that. And again, the, the quarterback situation, we talked about leapfrogging draft, all that stuff. That's only one angle here. There's so many different angles to your point where you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say, well, I want Antonio Pierce to be coach and 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 it would be helpful if he won the last game and to your point, have a winning record, but then say, well, right. I want to lose because I want a better quarterback. So you 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 look at that, you, you, they all go together and, and one path is not the only direction to go. There's plenty of paths for the Raiders to get their franchise quarterback. And again, you you look at the entirety of the year, there's definitely, even with the ups and downs, Mo, I would say this, the Raiders organization under Champ Kelly, under Antonio Pierce, there's a much different vibe about it. And it's much more positive, even if they were eliminated from the playoffs and they haven't won consistently like they'd like to. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just, I was thinking about this after the game on Sunday. And it's like, after every season, I kind of decompress. But when, it, you know, the Raiders were mathematically eliminated after that loss. And I just kind of sat back and I just thought to myself, and fans, you know, let me know if you agree with this, but why does it feel like the Raiders season feels like two seasons in one? Like, it feels like so much has happened. It feels yes. like the Raiders go through so much in their season. Like, there's a normal season, and then there's a Raiders season where <laughs> all this stuff is going on. You got Chandler Jones uh -huh. on social media. That seemed like it happened eons ago. That was this season. That was going into week one. Yeah. You fire your head coach. You bring in Antonio Pierce. People are wondering if Hunter Renfro is going to be traded. Hunter Renfro has a fractured relationship with Josh McDaniels. The Raiders bounce back. Now they have some playoff hope. Then they die down again. Then they upset the Chiefs and everyone's high again. And then they lose to the Colts. And it's like a deflated balloon. But again, it feels like the Raiders had two seasons smashed into one with so much going on. Even the Mark Davis stuff about how he came to the conclusion that he had to fire Josh McDaniels. Mark Davis is being accosted out in public by fans. Fire <laughs> Josh McDaniels, fire Josh McDaniels, and he seemed defiant against that. And then turns out he gets mad after a win over the Packers. I know. And then decides to fire Josh McDaniels. So uh, just to put a bow on it, and I know the season isn't over because he got one more game, but I just sat back yesterday, uh, Sunday night, as the ball was dropping in New York City, and I'm thinking, man, this Raiders season – even as a content creator, it aged me because there's so much was going on this year. Yes, it it, it seems so <laughs> long. And that's where I was talking about. Like, for example, I said earlier that as we go into the offseason, we'll have a bunch of guests on to talk about the quarterback market and draft and all that stuff because it's it's the Raiders' top priority. At the same time, we didn't have as many guests on this year. 
And and that was it because we had so many dysfunctional things to talk about that you and I it was like what are we going we couldn't get somebody to come on and talk about football because we were talking about you know the little Napoleon the complex with McDaniel's and all this kind of all the crap that went on to your point about aging you it's like yes and so I understand fans I can only imagine when you have that much emotion into it like yeah. for us now you grew up a Raider fan but still for me you get emotional because you're covering it and you get to know people and it's part of what you do. But that emotion as a fan, you know, multiply that by a thousand. And I can only exactly. imagine what fans feel like, uh, which is why I can understand. I saw some of them kind of lose it after the yeah. Colts loss because they, they were got their hopes up again. And so I get that. But yeah, it, it's been a strange, <laughs> strange year. And really the last the two out of the last three have been incredibly strange because you go back to 2021 with the Gruden and the rugs and all that stuff. And then you had last year, which was not great on the field, but you at least thought like, okay, well now they have a GM, they have a coach. And even though people didn't like the coach, you felt like things were going to go in a direction. And then of, of course, then it's all taken back. But I do think, and it's easy for me to say, because again, the emotion's not invested. But I do think, Mo, that as this season comes to conclusion, even with all these question marks, especially the big one at coach and at quarterback, is I feel like, though, that at least they have a foundational piece with the defense and what Patrick Graham has had to do. Now, Patrick Graham could leave. So that's another thing we haven't talked about. We'll talk about it later in the week on our next show. But I do think that they have some foundation there and they need to build on it. It feels a little better to me from the outside that they have, they found an identity, right? And a lot of people want to attribute that just to Antonio Pierce. He certainly deserves credit for drawing it out. If Antonio Pierce is not the coach, I don't necessarily think they lose that, but certainly uh, he has brought it out. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. He's definitely brought it out, but I will say if they do lose Antonio Pierce, not to say they will lose their swagger, but it won't be the same. I, I just sure, I sure. just think that I agree. There, there are certain people out there that just know how to bring out the best in certain pe- certain other people, and they're great motivators, and I think Antonio Pierce is that, and I think that's why in the best-case scenario, if he's not the head coach, you would hope that whoever is hired to be the head coach keeps this Antonio Pierce on, on staff. You know, maybe as an associate head coach, as a still as a linebackers coach, something of something of you know, on that staff because it's no denying how those players have responded to him in a positive way. Where they're gonna, we knew they weren't gonna win every game under Antonio Pierce with that emotion <laughs> and motivation, but we understand the the value in being a motivator because a lot of people will say, well, they're making millions of dollars, they should be motivated to to make all this money because as common folk, we don't we don't see that type of money, but. Yeah. You have to understand, even on that level, certain players may need that extra edge. I mean, remember the the, the last dance documentary with Michael Jordan where they say he made up insults that people yes. would say about him, and they weren't even real insults. No. But he used that as motivation to go out there 
and pushing. He's arguably what a lot of people call the greatest basketball player of all time. So if even Michael Jordan needed that extra edge, that extra motivation, you can understand that some of these players just need that extra motivation when they go out on game day. And why not from Antonio Pierce? Again, hopefully if he's not the head coach, maybe he has a staff position where he can still be that motivator in the locker room. Yeah, and if for some reason I talked about it, Patrick Graham, we don't know what his future is, depending on what happens with the head coach. Uh, so there might be an opportunity if Patrick Graham doesn't stick around. If Antonio Pierce isn't the head coach, again, we don't know what's going to happen. But if Antonio Pierce isn't the head coach and he leaves, maybe Antonio Pierce has an opportunity to bump up to become a defensive coordinator as well. Um, and he could slot in there, too. That's a way to keep him. Uh, so we'll see. He's done that before, obviously, uh, and has had roles throughout. So we'll see how it goes. But it's going to be an interesting off season. We still got one game left. So as Mo and I run through this week, we'll focus on the Broncos coming up uh, on Thursday's show, as well as whatever else is going to happen within the next few days, because you know something will go down. And we'll talk about that here on Silver and Black today. Mo, I know you have uh, some Bleacher Report duties. Talk about what you got coming up so people can keep track and be a part of it. On Wednesday, I will talk about, as I mentioned last week, who possibly stays and who goes uh, for the Raiders. I talked about Amik Robertson today. He's going to be a free agent. We talked about Antonio Pierce at length. Um, does he stay on as as part of the coaching staff, with the new coaching staff? Of course, that'll be up to whoever they hire. But we'll talk about, has he earned a spot? Uh, and I think you know the answer to that question if you've been listening to our show. So I'll basically just kind of not, I don't want to say wrap up the season with all due respect to the last game. But I just want to look ahead to see how the Raiders can continue to construct construct and build their roster going forward because they do have, as you said, their foundational pieces. Max Crosby, I don't think they're going to trade Devontae Adams. Uh, you have the young guys on the back end, then Nate Hobbs. You know, so you have some you have some pieces there for the long term. Now, how do they add on to that and continue to build? Now, no Raider fans don't want to hear the word rebuild. <laughs> but it, it there, there's going to be a lot of restructuring this offseason, no way around it. If you're Even if you keep Champ Kelly and Antonio Pierce, you're probably going to have a relatively new coaching staff. You're probably going to have a new quarterback. You may have a new lead running back. You may have a couple of new offensive linemen. So there will be changes regardless of what happens. It's just a matter of where do they make the tweaks and changes and how can they add on to what they've already built under Antonio Pierce? No question. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. We're going to be here for all of it. And so make sure you check out Mo on X.com, Mo Moten, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N, and follow his work up on sportsnot.com where you can do that as well. I have a couple pieces on the Raiders that you can find up there too. And don't forget, subscribe to the show wherever you get your audio. Just look for Silver and Black today. Subscribe, put on the auto download, make it easy for yourself. That way, every time we have a new show, we'll do that. Mo, we'll catch up. We'll do a mailbag uh, this week and we'll catch up with you later in the week as well. Fans out there, keep your heads up. It's a new year. Uh, bright future, hopefully. A lot of change. Look forward to ch- I know people are resistant to change sometimes, but in this case, <laughs> change was good. You got, out, you got out of the Josh McDaniels era. You're moving into a new era, and we'll see what the Raiders do with it. Yes, and, I, and I'm bullish. I, I did a, a 10 bold predictions for the Raiders you can find on sportsnot.com, and one of them was I have them winning a playoff game next year, Mo. So there you go. So I'm jumping <laughs> way ahead before I know who the coach or quarterback is. That's what you do with these predictions, right? They're so early that you make bold ones. We'll see how they'll do. We'll, we'll yeah. come back at this time next year and see how I, I was able to do that. So uh, we appreciate you guys being with us. I uh, want to give a shout out to a great year and thank our producer, Mike Robier, 
for helping and doing all the things he does on the back end. I want to thank all of you again as well. For Mo Moten, I'm Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Happy New Year. Have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you in a few days.